1240 WATN presents Live at 5 with Glenn Curry. Sponsored by Herringer's Contracting, the roof people who call you back. This is Live at 5 with Glenn Curry. <laughs> Army where you shoot them a mile away, you gotta get up close like this, and bing, you blow their brains all over your nice cyber league suit. Well, I'm kidding. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! German, forget it, he's rolling. <laughs> Learn it, know it, live it. Are you running a business or a charity war? Leave the gun, take the cannoli. Yankees win! Pull over! No, it's a cardigan, but thanks for This is Live at Five, Live at Five, Live at Five. See, winner! Yeah! Oh, hold up, I gotta get your headsets on. Uh, oh, no, no, don't wear your headsets yet. Uh, we got uh, Councilman Cliff Only in the studio after what uh, a lot of people said was the most incredible session in City Hall history since 1869. Yeah, long time. Hi, Chris White, whoever you are. So, uh, uh, obviously, uh, Councilman uh, Cliff only gracious enough to come in less than uh, one day after. Or should I say less than 24 hours after. But that was last night. So with us, without further delay, Councilman Cliff only the one and only, the man who stirs the drink at Watertown City Council. Is that a good assessment? Move that microphone up to you. Up here? Yeah, Closer yeah. Yeah, this way, up Move this it way. towards that wall. Okay, yeah, there you go. Right so here. it's right in okay. front of you. You got exactly. me better there. That's All much right. better. I yeah. know you, you, the, you get the pipes. Uh, the stirs the drink. Yeah. Um, well, actually, somebody called me this morning and said, uh, Daniel into the lion's den. And I said, well, I don't know if that yeah. most people would relate to that. But right. um, coming here, um, you know, staying what I need to. Right. Uh, trying to answer whatever questions callers may have or you may have. Well, you've got to get callers. So, so, and you know how it is. You, this is not your first time you've been on the, on the hey, show. John. Or for that matter, no. uh, I, in an interview. But the one thing I want to avoid, because you and I, are, you're not only a council person of Watertown, New York, yes. but you and I are friends. We are. We've known each other for a long time. Let's avoid getting into the, what I refer to, and of course Mayor Jeff Graham says, the weeds. Absolutely. No, the weeds, uh, look. We're, There's only we're, less than an hour to do this show. We're Exactly. There's not a lot of time, and that's right. what people are, uh, you, it goes by so quickly. It does. When you're here. So. Step up to, move the microphone, yeah, right yeah, there. A little bit. All right, so right. this better? This sounds much okay, better. Okay, Sound good. checking, okay. Exactly. Those, that's the uh, weeds I'm talking about. All right, so, let, me, let, me just, let me just start here. Yeah, First please. of all, last night was how long? Two hours at least that you guys were there. Yeah. It was a multitude of things. People anticipating the vote, which of course, you know, based on some reports, people already knew because it was allegedly leaked out to the Watertown Daily Times, courtesy of Craig yeah. Fox. We'll talk about that. Then they were looking at, well, what's going to happen with the ethics board, including former councilperson Steve Jennings, not host of the Jeopardy show. And on top of that, 
we wanted to find out because, as you know, the mayor, uh, Jeff Smith, sat right where you are on Friday, talked about the, uh, the Neville Chamberlain document of our time right. that uh, allegedly one of the co-owners and or developers of the sale to Watertown for the Thompson Park Golf Course through the deed restriction got double what was what was thought. Oh, so that's only three elements. But there's so many other things, Cliff. There are. And people's heads are spinning and whatnot. People last night, I one one particular a resident got up there, called you a bully right to your face. Yeah. It must, I, not for nothing. Jason but, told me he's ashamed of me. Jason. Yeah. Jason, Jason Trainer. Oh, Jason. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, I. Okay, I didn't get a chance to talk to him because he left. He's ashamed. Of, okay, yeah. well, okay. a lot of people have, uh, yeah. you know, their own understanding about what happened, and I get that. Okay, but I, I'll tell you the one thing that stood out to me last night was right. uh, with uh, the mayor going after Jake Johnson and what it is that it was done, what was done there. Yeah, I thought that was uh, egregious. Right, it was well, unnecessary. It was uh, you know unprofessional, but that's what happened. Uh, well, okay. and the next thing was what when, you're talking about was was yeah. one of many things that it did oh, yeah. or didn't involve you. Yes, towards the end of the night, Jake Johnson had some some couple of words and or one word to say to our yep. mayor, uh, and that got a lot of. So again, many layers, but let's avoid that because that okay. doesn't relate to Councilman Cliff only. Although you were the moral compass at that very well, moment, and that I, in that itself is a shocker. I mean, I thought that you know my comments at the end were measured because I you know I use a lot of euphemisms with other words that I was thinking about using but didn't mm. uh, when I described some of the things that I saw. Uh, the one thing, stu- one other thing, stood out to me is that the mayor kept saying, "Well, he didn't see how uh, Councilwoman Ruggiero's uh, suggestion that there was collusion between Bob Sly and uh, the current or the previous city at- uh, attorney uh, Todd Ballard." Right. Was uh, oh, he's already was the where, former since oh, last night? Where was the evidence? He right. says. Where was the evidence? And he had been talking about the evidence all last Friday with you, and it was the actual draft that he got right. from Ballard. That was the evidence of the collusion because Bob gave that to Ballard. Bob. After been holding on to it since December when he first had it. Right, which so, is odd, and it was accidentally sent to Bob it Sly? It was accidentally included in the closing documents to Bob Sly when we were closing on the deal, and Bob called, apparently called Mike Young, uh, Lundy's attorney, and yeah. said, what's this? Uh, I think maybe you sent me something you shouldn't have. He oh, yeah. He says, well, that's nothing to do with this deal. And Bob agreed. And Bob made that statement in the paper that it was irrelevant. And you know, if you people have a hard time understanding what this is, I heard that Smith said that it was now known that the developer, uh, P.J. Samale, got X and X number of dollars other Eight, than what was stated in McCluskey's 850000 Yeah, rather than the 850 that he might have got 1.7. Right. Well, that's an unsigned uh, draft. Yeah, but how did that, did someone, is that just a, well, okay, a clerical right. error? Let me give you an analogy. Yeah. You and I, you got a car, you want to sell me for 15000 and I said, no way, I'm going to, I'll give you ten. You go, oh. okay, let's split the difference, it's thirteen five. But if you had already drafted an agreement, five. a sales agreement for the 15000 right? and I don't agree to the 15000 yeah. then you're going to have to draw up another sales agreement. So, okay, so it was, then sign that it was, a, it was an early draft that, that yeah. accidentally got sent. Yes. So it was, and it had nothing to do with the really? final pricing. No. Okay. And, and so people are trying to, what has been out there and what has been portrayed as is this must be what PJ got. So that was another nothing uh, burger. Are you referring to well, that? Because Councilwoman of Zero said, said well, this nothing was truly, um, it was irrelevant in the sense right. it was not signed, it was not dated, it, and we it was not executed. Right. The executed document is the one for eight hundred and fifty thousand. It was reported to McCluskey's court. Right. And that came out in the transcripts. That was known. Right, so, so what Smith thinks is he gets this document, or excuse me, I'm calling it a document. It's actually a draft from the attorney who mm-hmm. says, oh, I might have some relevance. Well, okay. 
Bob Sly didn't think it had relevance. Jonathan Fellows had looked at it. He didn't think it had relevance because it had nothing to do with the final price. Right. It was a preliminary mm-hmm. uh, discussion between two developers, in my opinion. Right. Okay, and everything today, folks, I want you to know is in my opinion and what I do know about So the there's no real proof to whether or not no. it was 850 or $1.7 million. No. There's no proof. No, there's no proof. Well, how can that be? How well, could, because why don't we have, we see, pri- we see pricing on the Watertown Daily Times of, right. a prop, of a parcel of land that no one wanted for like $20,000 right. at the end of the month, and we say XYZ bought this parcel of land in Watertown for, for $23,000. So yep. at that point, it's it's up to them to determine whether or not part of that went to their sister. Part, you know, exactly. in, this, in this particular thing, exactly. there was a deed restriction, right. which should be displayed, particularly when it comes to a sale uh, involving a municipality. Don't you agree with that? I do. The deed restriction had a value, but I'll tell you, initially, I looked at it and assigned it a value, but a hypothetical value. I didn't know what the exact amount would be, and that was to be discussed between the two developers. Now, Bob said in the meeting it's not his responsibility to negotiate with P.J. Sameo over the deed restriction and the cost of it. It It was Mike Lundy's. And all we were doing is negotiating with Mike Lundy for a final price. Would this have changed the yeah. final outcome? And I, I, I already answered my question. If they, no. if somehow or other, hypothetically, this maybe literally, uh, 1.7 did go to the deed restrictor for the, right. for the lack of a better way of putting uh, PJ's name into this, would that have made a difference, or does it matter at this point? Is uh, it a, a moot point? Difference in what? In well, the final and, price? And, and, well, I mean, because people were like, I'm still baffled how a guy that owns another golf course, no. and the mayor came here the other day saying, yeah. well, why would you allow another competitor? It's like, yeah. like it's like Jim Levin working a deal with Stevens Media and says, well, I'm going to let you get you in. By the All way, right. that would never happen. But just, you know, it's, it's why would I do a deal and allow yeah. you to, okay, restrict, uh, restrict and yep. yet get half of my deal? You know what I'm saying? I do. And one of the things that I'd ask was, it wasn't my interest to see Ives Hill restricted initially, all right? And I brought that issue up to PJ. Okay. And he says, who knows golf courses better than Mike and I? I said, okay, what's your thinking? He goes, in order for the city to I think there's other people that know more about golf courses. He's a developer. Am I going to No, they're very good developers. But as far as, you know, I don't know if Mike was an aficionado when it came to golf courses. No, probably not. But, I mean, he's PJ probably because he's. He and Colleen did a great job running that up there. Yeah, he did. But what was explained was this. He says, for us, with, with all the considerations about this particular deal, he says, we want the city's golf club to succeed. He says, and what we are both aware of is that if there's only one 18-hole golf course in the city, then it will get all the tournaments. Right. And the nine-hole won't. Right. He says, so we are willingly putting a restriction, or PJ was discussing this, right. on the Ives to make it a nine-hole and the city gets all the tournaments. Okay. And I, then I thought about it and I said, you know what? That has some value because if you look at, let's say the city makes $50,000 a year on tournaments, right. or it, that may be a little high for some people. But let's say they just gross, not make, but gross, and you multiply that times 10 years, that's $500,000. So you're getting your money back So you're going to get your money back and what you pay, but well, what you paid, and I did not amortization know. Amortization, cost of living, yeah, expenses. Exactly, it takes a long time to make up a lot of money, yeah, well, especially on a seasonal can. business. But see, we own it forever, and the deed restriction is forever. And then on Glenn. top of all that, with this yeah. so many, there's so few players. Right. It's, you know how Mel Bustler does every pretty much every event. Uh-huh. It's almost, this, you know, all of a sudden, it's like, we well, got Jake. Now Jake buys the other place yeah. for $1.9 million, but it's only nine, got nine holes. 
However, the, the clubhouse is worth a heck of a lot more than the clubhouse up. Well, so there's a give and <coughs> take there. Not to mention yeah. that Jake is making it into an executive golf course where he doesn't want tournaments. He wants people to golf there. He wants gross sure. dollars each and every day from the beginner to the middle to the novice to the expert. That's why he's putting in multiple tee boxes Jake in there. Jake is doing a great and, job. And there's well, a guy heard... who knows nothing about golf, <laughs> and yet now look what he's going to make. He's going to make a, 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 you know, a, a lemonade out of lemons out you, of, you out of a nice... nine-hole golf course. By the that way, can't I saw have that advertisement or basically news information yes. thing you did a nice job on it thank you um what i see with jake was basically what i see happening what i also saw happening at last night's meeting when the mayor went after jake is it see people may not know but um i know because i've sat next to him and i understand i get the brunt of a lot of his um, you know his anger yeah. is that he is vindictive and he saw jake buy pj's golf course for 1.9 million and by doing that Basically, Jake walked all over the narrative that Smith had gone out with for an entire year, 11 weeks here on this radio station, saying that $3.4 million for a golf course? Well, okay, there was more than what we were buying. We were more, buying more than the golf course. 65 but acres. But because Jake bought that property over there, and no one can people use. are making a comparison going, let's see, Jake got nine holes in a golf club but no equipment. It was okay. And, uh, and then we don't know if he got an appraisal. Okay, and then you look at the golf course in the land, and I'll tell you this. Um, just to give people an idea. The clubhouse well, we alone is a big difference. All right, so people understand. $3.4 million, Jeff comes out from executive session and releases that number when it was supposed to remain confidential in the back room. Right. He went out and he said, well, it's north of what the Thompson Park pool costs, right. which we all knew was about 3.1. point one. All right, fine, so fair enough. Just all let right. me say this, Glenn, yeah, if you yeah, would. Yeah, yeah. All right, number one, we got the land. Right. right. Two, we got the club. Three, we got the assets and equipment. Four, we got the clients that have been over the years going to that golf course. Four, we got Lundy's sister coming in to help us. Five, we got the risk value. Right. And we got seven, we got the deed restriction. And eight, we got the improvement. So there were eight elements to this deal. Mm. And Jeff comes out and says, we were paying $3.4 million for a golf club. That wasn't true. Mm. There was a lot more to the deal. But he diminished what we were getting in order to make the public believe that we were paying too much. Right. And if the public understood all that we were getting, they wouldn't have thought it was such a bad deal. And now Jay comes out, and so his buying that club from PJ walked on the narrative, and Smith was mad. And so he didn't <laughs> want to vote to take out those parking, uh, the planters down there. Right. And now he goes after him on the property over on Main uh, what is it, Main Street? Yeah, West, West Main. Yeah, right yeah, at the bridge. like he did last night. Right. So uh, yeah. that's what Smith does. Okay. I mean, right. again, I, what I, wanted, I, 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 I see, I kind of see where you're going okay. with that. But you did co- talk about the golf course and the difference, and and somehow that combined all that together. The ethics, right. the ethics board, including mm-hmm. a former council person Steve Jennings, uh, they've come to the conclusion that they, that after well, the inquiry, that uh, essentially this is <coughs> this is going to go to the next right. phase. This is kind of like a grand jury that's setting forth a yeah. process here to have you taken off city council. What are your thoughts about that? Well, I think it was premature in their conclusion because. Because personally, I would have thought that somebody would have brought um, what they think was wrong. Smith would have made some kind of accusation about something he thinks that I did. And then they would look at it and say, okay, I think we need to get more evidence. But from what I heard happened, it was an inquisition. It wasn't any kind of hearing. Because I I had asked the city, because of my uh, disagreements, or very um, known disagreements with Todd Ballard, for Mr. Ballard to recuse himself from being there and representing the city. Hmm. And it was refused. Hmm. I sent it to everybody. I sent it to the media. I think I tagged you in it yeah. to say, look, this is not right. And they went ahead and did it anyway. So Ballard goes over there, right. already having a, 
a problem with me in the first place, and he was biased before, and I'll tell you that in a second. Right. And uh, makes the presentation to this uh, ethics committee. Okay? I don't understand what was said. And then they made some accusation that I might have taken some outside gift because I talked to two outside attorneys. Hmm. Well, the two outside attorneys, if you look at that one aspect of what they came back with for a reason for bringing this against me, right. one outside attorney I talked to was a good friend of mine I know very well, trusts her completely, yeah. had talked to an, her attorney, yeah. and her attorney had watched the meeting, and he said to her <laughs> it was biased Either the way this attorney was representing right, the city. All right, and then another one was the Open Government Committee in Albany that we can call and ask questions about exactly the kind of thing I was interested in knowing. And they said that was so wrong. So the two attorneys, I said I talked to two attorneys, Smith jumps to the conclusion that it was outside attorneys that I must have hired or gotten favors from or something like that, mm -hmm. which was totally not true. So what he does, he's mendacious. He leaves adjectives off in his statements. And it doesn't qualify what he's saying very well. And people come to a, a misunderstanding of what actually happened. And so, that's what happened uh, here. Okay, so and in that case, back in I'm May, surprised by it. And I really. when did Ballard uh, first come on as a city mayor from, uh, uh, you know, the, It was right after from. Bob Sly left. Uh, okay, so but I, but there yeah. was an interim guy. There was not for nothing. But there was a white guy there. And I can't remember his name. He was from Albany or something or other. But that, then, was, that was Justin Miller. Okay. That was Justin. Yeah. Okay, was that from the same, same firm? Oh, same, same firm. Oh, yeah. from Rochester. Sorry. Yep. All right, so Ballard comes in and he's like, you know, kind of, you know, uh, you know, getting involved with everything right. and he's making observations. And it was at that point that uh, attorney Ballard said, what side are you guys on? Yes. Did you think that that was biased on his I part at that point? I absolutely thought it okay, was because gotcha. he had a misunderstanding and he was biased against me. And so was Justin Miller at the firm because right. when I, t I got into an argument with Justin Miller over he one incident that happened and I had a question. So I called him hmm. and he got on the, he got on the phone. We were talking back and forth normally about the thing. And all of a sudden he says, he says, that deal that you did with the city and buying the golf course up, it was the stupidest. And he went to a few explicatives. Right. You got the city and this all the trouble. This yeah. is the first attorney. And I said, what are, you, what are you talking about? I said, do you even understand the deal? What, who have you been talking to right. about this? And he says, well, you know, you didn't. And I said, wait a minute. Yeah. You know about the, the uh, notice of claim because right. of what Lundy had from a letter of, uh, right. you know, from the previous manager? Right. Do you know about the parking on a blade of grass? Do you right. know about the deed restriction on the park? Do you know about, do you know about, do you know about? And he, he didn't he know did. anything about it, <laughs> right. but he had already come to a conclusion about what the deal was, as so many have in the public, right. because they didn't have all the information. It was intentionally done by Smith going out to the public, explaining things in a way that they, of course, people think there's something hinky with government. And now he points at me and says, Cliff's to blame for your lot in life. Okay, Attorney Bullard said that he was warned. Who warned him about Bob City Council? Sly. How do you know that? Because you said so. Oh, and he, Bob he said made, so? No, because Bullard said so. Oh, the and the okay. one, he, what he left off in that statement mm -hmm. was what the actual statement was, was that he warned yeah. Bullard about Cliff only. About Cliff only. Okay? And the reason he warned him was because Bob was this close, half an inch from being fired outright. Hmm. Hmm. And um, I got uh, into a conversation. He's been there for 30 years. Yeah, right. I let him go out with, you know, okay, we're going to look put a resolution up for another attorney. Right. And it had gotten to the point where enough was known and understood that that was going to happen and we were going to look for another attorney. And so instead of doing that, yeah. I felt, okay, we'll be respectful. Right. We'll allow him to ease into retirement, which is what he's doing now. Yeah, he's doing and it so, But the reasons were many. And I can tell you very honestly, if I, tell, if I ask you a question and you lie to me and you lie, right. I'm never going to believe you about another thing. And you're saying that Attorney I'm Bob Sly lied I to you? I asked him a specific question and I said... Are we negotiating 
with the fire department on the Manning issue right. at this time. Right. No, right. no, we just talk about financials and, and mm. you know what they want for the increase and blah blah blah. And I said, I okay, no. That that's not true hmm. because I talked to a union official hmm. that's involved in the negotiations. Right. And I said, and they told me you absolutely were talking about Manning. I said, so how do you square what it is you're telling me here and what I've heard from them? Did he get red in the face at oh, that point? Oh, he wasn't. Oh, my. Well, what do you. Oh, here's what. No, what I'm are sorry. you talking to the union for? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, one thing right, I said. Right. And, what are you talking to the union for? Yeah. And so this has been an issue all along. The management in the city doesn't want council to know much. Right. They want you to know what they're telling you. Right. And if you go outside the chain of command, so to speak, and I talk to a vendor right. or I talk to an employee, right. well, they don't like that. Because no, right, right. they got a narrative they want you to believe. Right. You shoot okay? And I said, an no, that's not true. Right. Right. And they said, well, what are you talking to the union for? And I said, I want to sit on the negotiating team with the fire department so I understand everything that's going on over there in the right. negotiations. I can come back and report it honestly, all of it. Right. And they didn't want that. They said, oh, it's a conflict of your interests. Yeah. Why? You think I'm going to come back? I'm not promising the union anything while I sit there. Let me, I'm going to simply hear what they have to say, Glenn, they didn't and then I'm going to bring it back and we vote on it. They didn't what like I was that. doing, I was asking for the information. They were not giving me the information. And that's just one issue. And I knew Bob did that. And as soon as I knew Bob did that and, re- and lied to me about it, right. that's you, it. I'm you, done. You You're want done. I can't trust your legal advice. And Ballard got to the same point because yeah. I asked him several questions and he did not tell me what I believed. I already understood. And that's why I got to where I was. Councilman nothing Clifford, to do. do you, Let me tell you this. It was nothing to do yeah. with because he's doing such a good job hmm. in the city. Yeah. Maybe Jeff and Sarah thought he was. Yeah. But it was... Mostly, I saw a political move on their part, right. and the whole thing that was stagecrafted last night was to keep him there, right. and it was sickening to watch all the people come up and, and the platitudes about him and the good job, and only he's only going after you because you're against him. And it was not true. You didn't all. like seeing that. Well, uh, I, the I open, my, uh, open the privilege floor. The, uh, you, you saw what privilege was on the floor. Yeah. yeah okay. You heard. All right. So, Bond. What's the next uh, law firm out of Syracuse that Jim Levin always boasts about because they charge a lot right. of money by the yeah, hour? They're a good firm. They're, they're very expensive. Why yeah. are we going to Syracuse? Why can't we get another Bob Sly right here? When the RFP. Uh, the do request, we have enough Renzies around here that could when, be our city man, uh, city attorney? <laughs> good question. When the request or for some proposal, Italian? <laughs> well, look. It's a big Italian family. Here I know. I, I we got it, smart you know? people here. I have relatives who are, you know, and I relate, um, you know. But when we put the request, when I put in the request for the request for proposal, because yeah. it had been delayed for six months, mm-hmm. it should have been put out immediately after Bob left, and it wasn't. Right. Uh, Ballard was in, uh, Harris Beach was in as an interim period right, of right. time. It should have been a month maybe until we got All somebody right. back. They put out a request for proposal, Glenn, for six months. Firms. Okay. Only the, two responded. This is what I have to do. Be already at the bottom of the hour. People are already saying, "Get the freak shot up," and I have to cover the bases. And we haven't even covered yeah. all the bases. Uh, That's no. that is no, the, the, the the administration as it stands right now. <coughs> Real quick, you yeah. you are a representative on a local scale, uh, yes. Cliff only that fits into the us versus them. You are a progressive. Progressives are running Washington. Progressives are running Albany. Progressives are running the media and. And we never had a progressive city council since 1869 until you got here. Well, so well, you fit the missing puzzle, I, I uh, Cliff Olney. something. Yeah. The, the, a lot of people that voted for me last time when I ran said they rem, I reminded them of Trump. Yeah, yeah right. And the reason they said, they said, I know you're right. a damn a blue Democrat, Trump. <laughs> but, well, I mean, you're yeah, blue. blue. A blue you're, Trump. You're a progressive. But you speak 
what yeah. you know and you tell people the facts. So put, you know put the what? headsets on. That's that's what they because said. we're and about I, to I be yelled at. I don't at. know how because I don't see it, but you know. All right, here we go. All right, uh, real quick. Do you, whoops, sorry. Uh, <coughs> Hi, do you have a question for Councilman Only? Yes, yeah, Patroni. Now that you bullied out the the uh, lawyer for the city, um, and you're going to get new lawyers. You right. already bu- bullied a few people in this city. Now when the new lawyers come in, if they don't agree with you, are you going after uh, them? Uh, and what I can hear coming out of your mouth okay. is you're never, ever at fault. Never. Oh, okay. Has I got it come out of your mouth that you did something wrong. I got it. It's all somebody else's problem. Listen, I appreciate your question. Let all right, thank you, my friend. Thank okay. you. Go right ahead. All right, so basically, that's, uh, I understand that's the perception of me out there that I'm never wrong. Right. Let me tell you, I've been wrong many times. Right. I've been divorced twice. Yeah. So I was wrong. Just twice? Maybe, well, no, two, I was kidding. And two of the, but the point yeah, is, right, is this. Right. I, did, I said this very clearly. I was talking to a local attorney uh, back a while ago before we chose one to fill in for Bob before Bob was gone. Yeah. And I said, look, I'm interested in having an attorney that gives me straight legal opinions, not a political opinion. Right. I don't want to spin on it. And if it's no, that's fine. I don't want an attorney who's my attorney. I right. want an attorney that when I have to make a decision about something, what the legality of it right. is, I want a straight opinion. And mm-hmm. that's what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. The last two opinion, the last two lawyers that we've had in the city, and Bob was one of them that right. was guilty of this, was political. Mm. There's nothing wrong with parking on a blade of grass. Just put a parking sign on it, and it'll be public parking, and there's no problem. Well, that's not true because it was down by the golf course. No one's going to park down there to go up to the zoo. Huh. So, you know, it, was, it wasn't truthful. Yikes. And this guy here, I saw where he was going with this whole thing with right. uh, Sarah's campaign. Ballard. Smith. Yeah. Yes, Ballard. Yeah. And I thought, okay, look. I brought him in. I voted for him to come in. I said last night, I voted for your firm. Right. Twice. I voted for him. And right. I and over a period of time, it was a transition. Right. I have been wrong many times. And when I am wrong, I will admit it. Mm-hmm. All right. I jokingly remember uh, my ex-father-in-law told me one time, he says, Cliff, I've only been wrong once in my life. And I said, what was that, Charlie? He says, I thought I was wrong. <laughs> but I was right. <laughs> yeah, I joke. mean, so yeah, that's not. Joke. I don't. Heads, heads, heads. I don't think that way. Hi, you have a question for uh, Councilman Cliff only. Yes, hey, how you doing? Oh, it's Jason uh, Trainer. Oh, hey, Jason, how you doing? Yes, uh, my suggestion to Cliff only is stop talking so much. <laughs> if you want to keep your job, <laughs> okay. lay alone. I, well, you know what? A lot of people have asked me, is that Is that it, so Jason? Is it? No, no, I, I also more? want to ask you, Glenn. That was did shocking. Did you see Council Mean last night? Yeah, I did. I saw you there, too. All right, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm very passionate, and what, what I'm looking at, I want to ask your audience a simple question. Yeah. At the forum, mm-hmm. what did the candidates talk about? What was their platform? What are they pushing for? And for me, when you got a gang of three that uh, do backroom deals with the oh. golf course, yeah, and there might be some litigation, there might be some investigation yeah. going on okay. after the fact. Okay. We don't need that no more. Yeah. We need any thinking people like myself yeah. that doesn't belong to a group or a clique or, right or a club. Yeah. They'll do the right thing. Okay. All right. All right. Thanks. Jason, Thanks. That's that Jason. Question. Go right ahead. Um, Jason's absolutely right. I ran on uh, stopping backroom deals, all right? And at the time, it was over Golfgate, as you remember. They were talking about, I think they had to do all the negotiating behind closed doors and back in 2017. It became very contentious. Two council members got booted because of it, because they were going along. And what that deal was about is the city wanted to buy the property up there 
from the previous golf course owners, the, the shareholders, right. for $650,000. Right. But what they didn't tell the public and what they weren't telling the public mm. was what was being discussed behind closed doors, and that was that they were then going to lease the land back to the owners of that club, the shareholders, for the next 25 years at only what they would have paid in taxes on the land. Wow. And I called it a bailout by the public mm. on a, a dysfunctional, um, dysfunctional golf club that would have been poorly run, and that we we were going to basically they're in debt five hundred thousand dollars. We're going to give them six fifty to pay off their debts, and then they're going to go on to continue to own it and run it right. the way they had for the next twenty five years. And Bob wrote a letter. Okay, he says only blew the whole deal up because he called it Golfgate, and some a couple people lost. Uh, you know, anyway, because of it, who lost and, the game? And, and, like Cody and that did. That was over. That's why Bob had an issue with me because I blew up that deal. And he said, well, two very good council members lost that election because of what only did. And I can tell you this, hmm. they are nice people. I had no personal uh, animosity toward them. They were opposed to building the Thompson Park pool, and I was in favor of it, and they were in the way of that being built, and that's why I went as hard as I did. And J- Steve Jennings was one of them. Yeah. Okay, he says as a chairman of the Ethics Committee. Now, right, right, which uh, is, quite yeah, frankly, small world. Yeah, I mean, you know, the plot gets thicker. So, you know, what Bob said and what Jason is saying is, I did run on a platform of transparency now. There's three things you can't talk about in the public or you're not supposed to. One is employee issues. Somebody has a whatever problem. Right. Okay? I wouldn't do that. Uh, the other thing is uh, land contract deals. Like if you're going to buy a piece of land for a new DPW place, you don't want people lining up on both sides of you buying property or attempting to make offers. Uh, on, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then the other one is union negotiations. Gotcha. I called open government, and I asked them, I said, is there anything I can't talk about in the back room? Right. And they said, there is no law right. that prevents you from coming out and saying anything that was right. discussed back there to the public if you deem it to not be confidential or Two no, things. You, you talk about backdoor deals so, and whatnot, and yet yeah, yeah. The, the allegation Agreed. was that the actual story got out to Craig Fox, mm-hmm. who seems to be in your left pocket when it comes to well, things that are going on. But it seems. Well, I mean, it's it, it a legitimate thing. I mean, so why, why would Craig Fox have a story that's already written about the about the the conclusion to the city man about the city uh, attorney before the rest before you guys even discussed Craig it? How'd is, that happen? Craig is very intuitive, and I think he can read tea leaves as well as you and I can. You know, he saw the makeup of the council and what was happening there. So you didn't feed him. He no. just speculated, oh, no. I know these three. They're going to vote in this direction. And you know what? I get things attributed to me that I've said, and sometimes it's not precisely okay. as paraphrased. You know what I mean? Last night, there was an interesting part. There was yeah. so many. You were in there for like over three hours. Right. There was so many different, a lot of moving parts. But the one thing was like, well, you, you, you it's pretty well documented. You, uh, Mayor Smith and uh, uh, PJ Sameo, uh, you guys don't get along. Everyone had a collective gasp, like, what does that matter? It led to one big question. <laughs> Are you defending a certain developer by the name of P.J. Sameo? Okay, what I said in response to that, and I hope I answered your question, Jason, adequately. Yes, um, Jason's okay. fine. What I'm saying is this. When I see something being done to someone, I don't care if they're rich or if they're poor, all right, I will take that person's side because if I determine that they're being screwed by the city in some way and wronged, I'm not... I don't work for the city of Watertown. I work for the people. They elected me. Hmm. Okay, now in PJ's case, I read everything about Golfgate going all the way back to the records from 2006 when Jeff Smith put the resolution up to give a $60,000 a year discount to that golf club for the benefit of them having a golf club up there. Wow. That's how much Jeez. money in over 20 years. Multiply it out and see how much of a subsidy that course was given. But the- that was the true crime. Do you, right understand, do you understand how people speculate public. that you're defending 
And for okay, that matter, yeah. you and, pa- and okay. Councilman Hickey and Councilwoman uh, Ruggiero oh, yeah. seem to be on the side of both Mr. Lundy okay. and Mr. Smith. Can well, you see uh, that okay. at least? In this particular case, if you look at what's going on with Main Avenue right now, a vote was taken last night to sue PJ to get the tax money. And I said, just send them a letter. The same thing was suggested with Lundy. Just send him a letter and say, hey, there was a mistake in the asset purchase agreement. We want the golf ball right, back. So let me throw you know what it costs us to sue PJ for uh, Main Avenue? Forty grand so far in Sioux County. It's right. absurd. For what money? All right. All right. And you know why? Billable hours. All right. Well, yeah, it comes well, down to one thing. Right. If you're a lawyer, you're going to make an argument for suing. Aren't you? Yeah. I, okay. Listen, and that's lawyers are making a lot of money on the city that's running right, out of this money. This guy, one hundred ninety-two thousand dollars so far, and it was continued to add up. And Smith was so gullible to go along and right. along. I said, "There's a better way to solve this." So what happens is this: I said, "Let's do what's reasonable." Now, the deal on that, right. uh, that actual uh, tax uh, sale certificate, mm-hmm. was that the woman found out there was mold in the building. She didn't want to uh, take possession of it. Okay. So the city refunded her money. But here's what happened: right. the city's manager. And the city comptroller have no authority to refund money to hmm. anybody. Right. It has to come before a council for a vote. And they didn't. They circumvented that process. And the argument was over who has the authority to refund the money. Now, it would have been perfunctory uh-huh. if they'd have brought the resolution. Okay, up. We fine. Would That's fine. Okay, but, but they just Cliff, went we ahead go... and did what they wanted to. And then they want to sue him right. when there was an easier solution. And so somebody looks at that and I said, look, I made a determination about what was right. right. And they want to make it out like I'm on PJ's side. No, I'm on the side of what's right. But, do you, but, but Cliff, you've got it. You've got to record. I mean, last I, night, I know you, what you... it may appear, but I'm Oof. not going to back down. And it was the right thing to do. And I hmm. voted no on it last night because I think that he would have probably just gone ahead. He already proposed a solution two times. Right. So he's pe- refused pe- because people, Blard pe- wanted to sue. People are alleging, and yeah. this is what people are alleging. I hear on the street I've that a lot you, of you might have gotten you know some favors in that in that particular deal. Yeah. And because of the the the, the, the muddy waters of whether it's eight fifty mm-hmm. or seven, you see where I'm going with here. Well, I'm not saying this. But this is what other people are saying. There did were, you did you benefit from this? Yeah. What I benefited was from the fact that that property up there is now ours forever. Okay. Okay. We put to bed a corrupt deal that had been going on for years. All right. I also knew that with no appraisal, what, well, by the way. So you understand. Yeah. Everybody says, oh, you were being sued, and this is why you probably cut a deal behind the scenes with money because that gets you out of it. And, you know, you sold it. You bought a property for more than what you could have, but you had this. No. The lawsuit that was going to be brought was a notice of claim that was put on Lisa and me because we had a notice of claim over changing the parking back into parkland. Now, there was a deed restriction on the parkland that simply said you can't, you know the whole thing. I do. You cannot park on parkland if you're a commercial entity. They were allowing them to do it without charging them anything. And, Glenn, just to finish. Yeah, yeah. I know because we're short on time. I know, I know. Uh, What happened was Lundy looked at that, and he says, what the hell are you doing? I've got parking. I got a letter that states that the city of Watertown will provide golf course patrons at the Watertown golf course parking, and you're telling me now you're going to take that away and seat it? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, we're going to, I want to notice a claim. I put the resolution up. Lisa seconded it. Patrick, the three of us voted on it right. to put the land back into Parkland. Now, okay. That's all I ever thought I was going to do when I got on council. And then you, when that happens, right. Right. it initiated a notice of claim. And Lundy was thinking of suing. I said, well, why is this guy trying to sue us for doing what we just did? Right. So I looked into a further I dug, and I found this document from Rick Finn that was authorized to give him the parking up there. Mm-hmm. And then planning came out and said they were looking at changing the zoning of Mondi's property right. 
from residential A into open parks, and he couldn't have built his townhouses, which he planned to do. All right, fine. So then he says, you keep putting things in my right, way. We're going in the weeds again. You I, know what? I know we are. Okay. Non-disclosure. But why, why? I mean, I maybe, wasn't under any legal threat But from why that. did you sign a non-disclosure? Why did you do okay, that? Okay. The finances you and of the club, the, the other, the gang for of them three. to be displayed, or for us to understand... Jeff Smith had already released the number, the cost of what we were looking at and considering to buy the club for, and the land and every other thing that's included, to the public. That was confidential information. It was not supposed to be released to the public as to the price. He went out and did it anyway. He released confidential information to the public and said, they're, they're paying three, well, whatever. That doesn't explain plus. why you signed nine right, so I, In order for me to see what they made for profit, the club up there, right. Lundy made an, uh, a necessity for me or whoever wanted to see the financials as far as the profit and loss statement to find a non-disclosure because he was afraid that Smith and Coppel would go out, Smith especially, and release that information, what his club made in one year to the public. What's wrong with that? Well, it's a it's a business deal. That's so you don't, what? You don't want a, your competitors municipality buying it. Well, if he released the information, that would mean that his competitors might know how he was making oh, his Oh, come money. on. Stop. I'm just saying. It's standard no. business practice. As it turns out, Look it his up. competitor NDAs. went in on the whole deal. To, nothing adds up. It, it, Let's go to the phone. All right. All right. Hot, put, well, your heads, put, put your headsets on. Put right. your headsets on. You have, okay. Uh, do you have, a, right, qu- do you have a question for uh, uh, Councilman Olney? I don't have a question, but I have a recommendation for the city of Watertown. Yeah. I believe the city charter is tainted and it should be amended. How was that? And I believe that when they first made the uh, the ethics uh, part of the charter, they never ever imagined that the, the city council would be in the position it's in right now. Mm-hmm. It, with, in my opinion, having three corrupt council members. Oh. And Mister Olney, you know that when it comes back from the charter, whatever they recommend, the council are the ones that are going to determine. What the actually you're going to vote for yourself, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. I get your and point. You, let me you, let me answer you, the question. Won't be part of the count because yeah, you have to recuse yourself. That's being that's being investigated here. Do you have a question? So it'll be, no, I don't have a question. I'm just going to oh, say I think they should amend the charter right? so this never happens again. Okay. I think it should go to instead of going back to the council. I think there should be some other form, uh, whether it's. You know, whoever it is, I don't know. How about U.S. Congress? It should definitely not go back to the council, obviously, in this situation, because it's so corrupt. So Lisa and well, Pat will opinion. vote. Okay, all right. I, I think you. we've heard enough right. of your comments. All right, all right. All right. thanks, Smith th- and uh, yeah. Council. Right. Yeah, I mean something like that. Look, I mean we got people out there, the operatives, if they want to call in and ask a legitimate question and just not bash and smash. the guy didn't even understand. But did you say that? Obviously, well, no, he does. He does on the other side. No, no, whatever. You know, if he wants to know what's truthful, did you say that Governor Hochul might make the determination in all this? This might go to the governor's office. It would go to the legislature. It would go to the appellate division. Uh, the charter can't supersede, it can't take a precedent over the New York Constitution. Right. And there's a, a provision in there. There's no recall available in New York State for an elected so this, official. So it goes so back this, to you then. You could vote on your own de- demise, which you're not going to do, Cliff. I don't know that much yet about it. I'm going to be researching it. But uh, as far as I understand, it would take a vote on council to bring I, the I, issue should, to an, ins- an investigation yeah. and then to vote to get me out. Now, if that's the case, I still got recourse right. because, I mean, who would represent me right now? 
You. I would represent myself. <laughs> right. right. Or could I ask my city attorney to represent me? <laughs> no, that's and not going Would I want this guy to? Bon, he just did bon over Sh- there at the ethics bon, committee. You see the results of that. Bon Schenick. Right? Yeah, right. Do you want to get okay, Steve Jennings yeah, involved? Like hey, Todd, <laughs> you represent me on this one? Yeah, like you did last time? Uh, yeah. Okay. Boy, this is I'm not a masochist. All right, let's see. It. Hi, you, is someone there? You there? All right, someone. Yeah, get it. All right, no, I got to do a break. I got to okay. do. I got to do a break. All right, well, look at the time. We got oh four. Okay, oh, this is a short break. break. Short break. No, we haven't done one yet. <laughs> All right, sorry. so you're listening to the live at five show with Councilman Cliff only under a fire. We'll be back right after this. Hey, I hear you're opening a new business. That's 23 through October first, 2023. Uh, welcome back. Uh, we have Councilman Cliff only. We're going to go right to the phones because the people have been calling, people have been texting. I was accused of something I can't even remember. But anyway, go right ahead. Uh, do you have a question for Councilman Cliff only? Oh, yeah, I think I got a question. Hey, Cliff, um, who gave you the legal advice what would uh, be laid out uh, against you in this Didn't whole I? thing? You just stated legal, 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 legal advice, and I know it wasn't Bullard, so can you tell us who? Yeah, I just said that earlier. What's going to happen there? I'll be glad to answer oh, that question. Okay. All right, thanks. That's All Tim. Right, what Tim I, what finally I said called earlier my show. Was that the two lawyers that I mentioned that was brought up in the ethics complaint were a friend of mine has a lawyer who she talked to, and he was watching the council meeting, and he opined to her that he thought it was biased the way Ballard was treating me as opposed to how he treated um, the mayor. Right. Okay, that was number one, and I referred to him loosely as a mayor, as a lawyer. The other one was I called the open what? government. He is a lawyer. He is a lawyer, but I got the word. <laughs> he, right, gave right, me, right. he gave me his opinion through a friend of mine. Okay. Okay, and that friend called me and said, you know what my lawyer said about that meeting he watched last night? Yeah. That was the lawyer. I didn't go solicit a lawyer. Hmm. So that's one. And the other one was at the Open Government Committee in Albany. I called up and talked, I think it was Chris Tedonio, and um, they gave me the opinion that there was no way that I could have an, a vote assigned to me mm-hmm. by, uh, you know, when I was absent. Right. And they were suggesting in that little back and forth that Ballard was given an opinion that they could assign a no vote to me. Right. You can't. That's only if I abstained. And I looked up the Roberts Rules of Order and found out for myself as well. Okay. So that's where I came up with it. Now, he wouldn't twist it all that into something that made me look like I went and got an attorney and it was a gift from that attorney that this <laughs> advice came to me. Right. That was a lie. All right. So here's so the I thing. So I can't imagine B- what else bond, was said at the bond, ethics what, committee. What's the next? What These high-powered attorneys? Shaniki and King. Do they Shenick. want? Do they want? If they're if they're one of the fifty somewhat people watching and listening to this, do they want this gig or, or what, Cliff? Look, Are I they walking them, in on something? I asked them some very specific questions, as I did with the Harris Beach. Are you going to appreciate okay. me? I said this. I yeah. said they were responsible for the uh, litigation with the city against the fire department, yes. and it was a million four right. that we were paid. And he very, very well explained it. Yeah. He says we do only what the council asks. If it's ethical, right. he says, we follow their agenda. Now, he says, it was Butler and uh, Bob Sly who right. wanted to pursue a legal avenue against the fire department mm. and Sharon Addison at the go, time. Yeah, right? Right. What we'll, I'm saying, we'll though, is way this. back. No one cares it about that. It goes way back. But the point was is that they represented the city then, and they went after and They had Terry O'Neill. And I remember that, and I wanted to see, are you guys just out for union busting? Because I don't want to bring somebody in that's got that. And he says, no, we don't do anything that the You want to make sure that us. you're going to hire a firm that's not going to you know, conflict with your, you know, your ideology. Well, for, no, it's right? not ideology. Because, you. you know, I, I'm working with Lisa. There's somebody, somebody said to me, you know, you and Lisa are really tight. We're friends, all right? But Lisa's beliefs about government are, are very conservative. Now, we argue all the time. They were. Um, no, they are. But see, she and people like Lenny and uh, Scott Gray and uh, you're talking about John McHugh, 
They're a different kind of Republican. They're thoughtful, reasonable, common sense. Hmm. All right, Rockefeller Republicans so maybe radical that they think government should do nothing, and they only get they only go in to get elected to obstruct anything yeah. from getting done. The, you can't the, have a functional government that way. So right, you know, let's put on your headsets. Yeah, we're running out. Of, oh man! All right, so no, don't put them on. We lost them. Don't put them on. They're they're, they're right, SGs. So, anyway, so the other thing. <laughs> no, that was kidding. All right, that no, no, no. Don't go through that because I got I got some very very simple basic questions. Okay. Are you surprised that you that there is an, an ethics committee that's put together for the uh, quite, correct me if I'm wrong, Cliff. <coughs> this is the first time I think in city history this has happened. There's a lot of firsts for this current administration, yes. and everyone seems. And don't take this in the wrong way, Cliff. You know what I'm going to say. Okay, so here. you preface this. Everyone so is oh, everyone is pointing <laughs> at you. Are you surprised well, by all this? No, because I went in to make a difference, not to just be a rubber stamp for the management's uh, decisions about things. All right, you're going to rattle the cage no matter they, what. Yes, I didn't go in there. Just just to, you know, um, be the guy on Monday night. Now, the candidates that are running think that's all there is to it. And I know Ben Schoen and T.J. Babcock think they'll just go there on Monday and vote with management. Well, see, if you're not trusting the staff and management and what management is telling you yeah. because you find that things are not true, then you need to go and investigate on your own, and they don't want you doing that. Okay. So my so, point is this. Yeah. I think, yeah. yes, this is a first. Was I surprised? Yes. Right. I was disappointed, actually. Right. Because I think that what happened was the mayor used the ethics board as a political tool for his own purposes to get Sarah Campbell Pierce elected. I can't believe the amount of times the gavels used. You know what they thought? They thought they were going to step on me enough to make me a little squeamish about going out and saying anything more. But you don't know me well enough. You push me, I will push back twice as hard. And if I feel it was unfair what was done to me, right. I will come at you with everything I got. It seems like that is the is is your modus operandi that you well, know when you push like do that. someone pushes you forward. And some people look at it as you're being irrational, and for that no. matter, showing courtesy and and for that I, you know, uh, Glenn, uh, you know, have I ever not been courteous to you? Well, you have, but I'm not talking about your relationship okay. with me. I'm talking about the way you are pointing fingers at each other, and, and, and you happen to be right next to the mayor. Well, I, I wonder if well, I know, but the, but <laughs> but, there, but there has to be some moral fortitude here, I, and we're not what? seeing it, Cliff. I started out with giving him deference on every issue. I've asked him to join us on a number of things. He's prevented uh, things from happening. He's He's fought me on the grant writer, of all all things. I mean, and on and on. Well, and on. typically when when there's Simple some type things. of contentious relationship, everything's going to be me. a struggle. He hates me. I every time he looks to his uh, his left, it would be his left. Yeah. He sees someone who be his candidates because he got involved in the last election, and I'm a reminder to him that he lost. Right. With the that's remaining five is. minutes, I want to talk so, about the future of is. the city council. You, after January 1st, despite the fact that you might be kicked out, depending upon well, Colt, you're going to vote yourself in, so you're going to stay for another two years. This is all for nothing. You are going to be on there. Let's be hypothetical here. Okay. Um, um, uh, Lisa loses, Sarah wins, we go with what happened in, in the primaries in June. Uh -huh. That means Dr. Kimball comes in there. He's a rhino. He's in between. Yeah. He hangs out with a lot of doctors who make a lot of money. He could care mm -hmm. less about little people and so forth. Mm -hmm. He's in there sitting right next to you replacing Pat Hickey. Then you got Ben showing in on there. And some people allege that you still have a gang of three. You still have your gender in front mm -hmm. of you regardless I, of look, who's mayor. That's the that would be Sarah. People make that as a mistake all the time. There's no gang of three. Let me tell you. The only two things, that well, there's been a few things, but mostly what it is that people name us the gang of three over is the golf course deal right, and right. the pool. Mm -hmm. Now, Patrick, Lisa, and I have disagreed on many, many issues. And um, I'm right out front saying, yeah, let's do this. Right, okay? right. And let's do it to this extent. 
Lisa's much more cautious, more conservative, more fiscally um, mindful of things and the costs. And but she like seems that. to follow Patrick your lead. Is, well, no, she does not. Hmm. Because I'll tell you this. She has told me no unequivocally in the back room. She's told me, Cliff, I'm talking. Right. Okay? So she's not afraid, and you can see this now. Right. She's not afraid to take the lead. And the problem is this. Right. Is that they see her as independent? She is an independent conservative Republican, mm-hmm. and I respect her for that. I respect the her same too. thing. I respect in Lenny Spaziani because mm-hmm. Spaziani is oh my god, he supports Trump. I do not. Mm-hmm. But you know what? We put the differences aside, and he is in favor of doing things for the city, just as Lisa is. Yeah, but I want as a common sense right now, person that's reasonable. It, it, it that's could there. be an OB. That's what, O'Brien, you know, of course, so, won big time in the yeah. primaries years ago. Lost. Let's look at the numbers. The numbers right. were overwhelming. We got to go in that direction. Well, we we. We have Ben Schoen going in there. Yeah. We have Kimball coming. And no disrespect to Tim Babcock. I know he kind of feels the same way. Yeah. He might come around the next time. Babcock that's how it works. Absorb votes away He's from a good Lanny man. So that but the way Schoen it stands right in, now, that's, that's going to be the city council. Other people are alleging that because of the appraisal, because <coughs> of the alleged, you, you think differently, because of the gang of three, right. that, uh, you know, at least Ruggiero always thinks independently yeah. of you. She doesn't. Oh, so a lot is. of people say that's going to cost her the mayoralship. And a lot of people say that you cost uh, Pat Hickey. Is uh, is is uh, opportunity for a full full four year term? What say no, you about that? I think that, that the four year term that Patrick missed on getting was because we had two poll sites closed down with oh. people that did not get letters from the board of election by Jude Sumner as he promised. And I sent in all the information to the board of elections in Albany to have an investigation done, hmm. and hopefully they'll pick it up and look into what was done. You think it because, wasn't because of that of he lost? Absolutely, was part of the it deal. It was a logistic absolutely. issue. Absolutely, it was. Wow. It was unnecessary. We voted on council to have them stop it. They did it anyway, hmm. and they went out and said, "Well, we're trying to make voting more efficient." The county absolutely said. There was no reason for doing that. They were in disagreement. Well, even if he made the top four, as it stood right now, he probably wasn't going to win the general election. It was did this intentionally to skew the votes in the north side, and that's my belief, and that's my opinion. Wow. Okay, and that's going to get investigated if the Board of Elections sees it. There's a lot of investigations going on. We're going through a lot of red tape. Absolutely. All right, with the final... Because he's part of this meme crowd. Right. He was over there commenting on the meme page. (laughs) Jude Seymour was. Uh, Was he really? Yeah, he was. Huh. He looks like uh, the actor from uh, the social media. He looks like he he unequivocally supports Jeff Smith. He made a comment on Alan's uh, show Well, he's a Republican. Of course he is. Yeah, but you can be Republican and also support... Grab your headsets. we got one last minute and a half here. Hi. Put your headsets on. You have a question for Cliff? Dallas. Hello. Yes. Okay. Yeah, Mr. Olney, for the record, have you accepted any type of incentives from the developers for your votes? Thank you. All right. Well, we kind of okay. covered that. Well, no, I'll say it again unequivocally. Yeah. No. The answer is absolutely not, hmm. nor would I ever. Um, I... <laughs> You're not, you, I that's find a that new to be, suit. That, that's a no, nice look, looking I mean, suit. What? I'm sorry. No, Go I'm ahead. just kidding. <laughs> okay. All right. When <clears throat> I look at our country yeah and i see there's two types of politicians those that go in to help themselves right. and their friends and right. those that go in to help people right now i've shown in any in every way unequivocally who i'm willing to help stood up with the homeless people gone out and helped people find a place all these things that i've done and fought for i've opened up apartment buildings that were uh, condemned I've stood down there in the cold. You've helped the people. homeless. I have shown people who I stand with. Right. You think I would jeopardize my most important thing with finish. reputation right. by Cl- taking something from Cl- somebody for what? I'm going to shake your hand, Councilman Cliff Only. You're a Thank good you man for, for coming in. in. Yes, without a doubt. I appreciate, appreciate it. it. I really do. And uh, we just had one, le- not even an hour to talk about this, but Cliff only came in here, gracious enough Time to discuss this. I don't know if we accomplished anything, but thank you very much. <laughs> AM 1240 W10 Water Time Mixes Legal. Up next, CBS News. We'll see you guys tomorrow.